Hey, Dancetopians. So after a brief hiatus, I'm so thrilled to be back with the first podcast episode of 2019. A while back, I had the pleasure of speaking with Yamale Toussaint Beach, the founder and CEO of Stem From Dance, an organization that uses dance and dance performance to get young girls involved in STEM. Um, They're currently preparing for their summer programming, and I'll post some information about that on the blog. But I just spoke with Yamale about the organization's history, her own background with dance and engineering, and how she is really working with young ladies to help them not only be able to see themselves dancing behind Beyonce, but also see themselves as engineers, as coders, as designers. So here is my conversation with her. Check it out. First, before we get into STEM from dance, I really, I was curious about your background in dance. When did you start dancing? Um, and when did you maybe realize the connection it had to STEM? Mm. Yeah, dance has always been a part of my life. Uh, maybe when I was about four or five, um, my parents placed me in a local dance studio and I attended it from then until I graduated high school. And, you know, it was like my second home. I took almost everything that I possibly could. I was there, I think, maybe six days a week um, by the time I was older. So, yeah, it was just a huge part of my upbringing. And I think it was in, like, partly in college um, I where I started to see the connection between dance and STEM. I... Um, played a role in leading one of the dance groups on campus. And I think the juxtaposition of being in my engineering classes um, to then later in the evening, dancing with my peers, um, I think I just saw how much of a release it was and um, going through a, like a, a rigorous, um, like class load, um, it was it was refreshing to have a space to connect. I think that's one of the times I really saw the community that dance builds um, be something that supported my academic life. And then afterwards, after graduating from MIT, I think. Um, just being able to see in hindsight the ways that my, um, like the way that you think as an engineer is sort of similar to how you think as a dancer and as a choreographer, um, just seeing how both disciplines need um, like innovation, creative thought, um, collaboration with others. Um, just like a, a spatial way of thinking, um, I, I started to connect those dots as well afterwards. Wow, yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned engineering because I actually, I went to Northwestern and I wasn't an engineering student myself, but I do know that um, some of the engineering students, I can't remember if it was a requirement or not, but they would take swing dancing classes hmm. to like the, their engineering education. So it's, and I know there's research around that. So um did you did you ever like use dance 
in your engineering classes? Did you ever try to get a group together to collaborate with some of your engineering peers or was it just something personal for you? Yeah, I think the closest that I got to directly overlapping them in school um, was a project for a class in, I think, instrumentation and measurement. Um, so I used some of the, like the measurement tools, some sensors to be able to detect how much, um, some like the, like the physics dynamics are involved in dance, like how much force is put on your body when you jump, um, like the torque needed to do a pirouette. Um, so that was pretty neat to be able to do a project like that. Um, my high school students as a teacher that I started to think about ways to integrate them more directly. Right. And so what did you do immediately after college? Did you immediately think I'm going to start something that integrates dancing and STEM or did you just, were you planning to kind of put dance aside? I knew that I, um, was compelled by social services and just being able to to give access to things that people needed. I didn't know in what field or how or when, where. Um, and so I thought that like the closer that I get to learning more about the field, the, um, the better position I'll be to know what I can contribute. And so that so led me to become a teacher. Um, I did a Teach for America program in New York. And um, I taught high school algebra um, for, for, for two years here. Okay. I taught at um, a campus called Thomas Jefferson campus in East New York. It's a collection of a few schools that are co-located. Um, so I taught so at a school called the Girls Academy you, for Total Community How did Health. you found it and what's the premise of it? Sure. I, I think a lot of the thoughts stemmed from what I observed in the classroom, which was amongst other things, just like that hesitation to do anything involved with math. And, and I think that's what I came up against the most as a teacher is just convincing my students that they should, that they should try, that they can do it. That math is, it's not like an inherent ability, but it's something that you can learn. And um, just that mindset of like, oh, like math isn't for me. Uh, that's what I, I, I saw as, as like the crux of seeing a shift in our young people being more interested in STEM oriented things. And, and so that's what I was uh, just really grappling with is how how do you shift somebody's mindset to, 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 to change what they think they can do? And um, that's what got me thinking about the role that dance could play, knowing that 
dances sort of naturally. Um, it's, it's fun. It connects you. It sort of um, encourages you to, to try and, and it's just a, a really, you know, awesome way of, of expression. And I just started to wonder, like, is there a way that you could take those things that you, that you get from dance and translate them into STEM? Because those are the things that we need our, our young girls to experience in STEM, to, to experience community, to, to, to see that they can in fact do it if they know about it and if they are taught it. And so that's what got my wheels turning. And it sort of started off with me um, going back to that school that I taught at and I, I did a pilot where I, um, I, I taught some dance and I did math tutoring. Uh, and, uh, that was like my first attempt, which ended up being sort of like very disjointed. Um, and, and so I just spent the next couple of years really just figuring out how can you integrate the two in a way that brings meaningful change. Um, so that's, um, leads to where we are now. Um, our, our mission is to, um, use dance to get girls excited about the STEM fields. And we do so by using um, the performance space. So our girls create these dance performances that incorporate STEM, mostly technology in some way. Um, and, you know, when you look at popular performers nowadays, they often have some kind of technology in their performance. Um, so we're teaching the girls how to both make the dance and make the tech. So that could be um, like imagine um, the projections that are on stages at big concerts. We help our girls sort of recreate those projections. They learn um, how to program digital art and make these graphics that complement their dance routine. So if they you know lift up their hands, um, there's a object on the screen that also raises up or something along yeah, those I lines, just showing them that there's a way that STEM you could use technology to make about dance more interesting. Girls can see themselves dancing behind Rihanna or Beyonce more easily or more than they can see themselves as coders. So did you, um, did you run into a lot of hesitation when you first started the program? Whether mm -hmm. was how easy or hard was it to, for you to get buy-in, not just from the students, but even from parents and maybe faculty at the schools you tried to launch this in? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I experienced and still do to to some extent just confusion about how the two come together and why. Um, and the way I think about the students, um, like the what was important to us as an organization was that we just, we it wasn't like a bait and switch. So we were, you know, we wanted to be upfront that yeah. it, it's a dance program and they're gonna be doing things 
related to STEM. And um, and I think that was the source of some pushback initially was that feeling of like, wait a minute, I thought, I thought we were just going to be dancing. And, you know, if, if they have the option of doing a program that's just dance and then ours where they're doing half dance, half STEM, you know, I could, I could, I, I think that's what we were up against. Um, I think now we're able to, um, like, articulate more clearly the the value of, of bringing the two together. And I think just seeing examples of other students who have made these really cool looking routines, I think oftentimes when, yeah. when, 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 new students see what past students have done, the reactions is like, ooh, like, you know, I, I never thought you could do that. And that there's these people in front of me who say that they could teach me how to do that. Uh, so I think being able to speak to, um, to have examples so has really made it a, a lot more clear what we do and, and why people should engage in it. Yeah, we, we, we work with schools and sort of accommodate the school's needs. So that may be for something for a semester, for the whole school year. Um, so we're, we're in a variety of schools um, throughout the school year. And then we also have a, um, this really awesome summer program called Girls Rise Up. Um, that takes TV place I saw um, one where the girls here had, in like, New York City it for, like for any girl to attend. Shirts. It was, I think, three girls. So what are some, do you have any like standout pieces that you've seen where the girls really implemented really mm -hmm. innovative technology or implemented mm -hmm. it in a really interesting way? Like, do you have like favorite pieces from through the years? How long have you, how long has STEM dance been in existence? Wow. Mm. Yeah. So in the seven years, do you have any standout pieces that have been done? Seven years. Yeah, what that comes to mind is this group of four girls. They had this idea of um, together being one body. So one girl was the left arm, another girl was the right arm, um, one was the head, and the other was the torso. And and they sort of indicated that through lights. So um, they sort of started off as one body and then they broke apart. So you just sort of see this like arm dancing. Um, it was like completely in the dark. And it was just so neat to see that, um, like to see that idea come through, um, through these projects that they made. And, um, and also just their movement, um, it was to, um, like a, a slower song on commonly you know they girls want to dance to more upbeat at least at least in my experience they um can prefer the more upbeat songs and and so just like the maturity in in picking something that had a message and at some point they each had a solo where they got to you know express themselves in their arm or head and um yeah that, that was just um yeah one of one of the highlights of the years what she would be doing when you were tracking to dance classes in high school and leading your dance group in college <laughs> yeah no not at all um 
which uh, I like to reminisce with my mother who used to, who was like the main one taking me to dance class almost every day. And it's like, man, this paid off, you know, like all the money she spent on dance costumes every year. Um, Like, you know, I'm sure she never thought that it would lead to, you know, me doing a podcast like this. And so, um, yeah, it's really cool to see that that time it was it was worth it. It was more than like I got more from it than like the joy of just dancing and learning. But it, it's led to like a really big impact on on the rest of my life. Yeah, definitely. I have the same conversations with my mom because our our journey in dance, both of us, even though my mom wasn't the one doing the dancing, was rough. So I I love hearing people get to have those conversations with their mothers because I know parents sometimes are just like, is this worth it? Because the dance world from mm-hmm. childhood to adulthood is so intense and it's not all so charming mm. as it should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what is the future of STEM from dance? Do you have any big plans in the next years? Where where do you see the organization going and growing? Yeah, we have um, you know ambitious plans to just be able to grow the impact of our work so that more and more students can sort of unlock that potential to be our next generation of of STEM workers. So um, we are just looking to, to continue to position ourselves as a resource for the field. Um, in the next year or so, we will have curriculum available for other schools and educators to be able to use so that they could do STEM from dance programming in their local communities. Um, we'll be doing more professional development workshops, again, just to support others to be doing this kind of work with students and um, and just continuing to grow the, the number of girls that we're working with in schools here in New York City and, and through our summer program, Girls Rise Up. So yeah, I'm super pumped about the the work we have coming up and, and just being able to um, do more for more girls. Definitely. Do you, could you ever see this as something that adults or maybe even like older college students did? Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely think it's, it's friendly to all ages. I think the, um, I especially think about um, adults who are who have that same um, hesitation that I expressed that I saw in my high school students that feel like all oh, like you know like I'm not good with technology or our math or the STEM fields are like oh I have two left feet I can't dance uh, I think that just like our students experience that that freedom and that release I think. I think adults need it just as much. So, um, yeah, it would be awesome to do to do more work with with adults. Yeah, I can't I can't help but sit here and wish that something like this existed when I was in like middle school and high school because you launched just as I was finishing high school. But mm. I would have definitely translated well for me because I was definitely one of those girls. And my dad is an engineer, so you can imagine mm. how he felt like knowing his daughter was just not here for math. I always did okay, and but I definitely think I would have become more interested in STEM if had the, a program like this existed, because I've was i been dancing since I was five. 
yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. It's fine. <laughs> but thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me so early in the morning. Um, where can people go if they want to learn more about STEM from dance or if they maybe want to support you or if they want to get their kids involved? Sure. Our website is stemfromdance.org. And um, yeah, we're on some of the social media channels. And I'd say definitely look out um, in the next coming months for information for our summer camp, Girls Rise Up. Great. Thank you so much, Yamale. It was wonderful speaking to you. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Dancetopia, the podcast. Be sure to check out the blog, www.dancetopia.blog. That's dancetopia.blog. You can also like the blog on Facebook, facebook.com slash dancetopia blog, or follow the blog on Twitter and Instagram at dancetopia blog. Thanks for listening.